I'm curious how many people here uh, just finished the SEEK conference. Any attendees from SEEK? Okay, you can put your hands down. How many people here knew that there was a SEEK conference happening? Raise your hand. And how many people have no idea what SEEK is? Raise your hand. Well, you're about to, this homily, the rest of you, check out. This is just for you. Um, so just a, a summary of what, what SEEK is for you. Um, Focus, Fellowship of Catholic University Students, puts on this huge conference every two years. And this year it is in warm, sunny Florida, right? Because that's where I am. I'm in Florida, no? Because it sure, certainly does not feel like San Antonio. But amazing 13,000 Catholic college students. Almost 300 priests, on average six bishops each day, and a whole lot of the Holy Spirit. And I guess, you know, for me, just that, that title, Seek, uh, I had a little bit of an epiphany today. And in the title that Focus uses for this conference, because I think it could be understood two ways. You know, it's, it's us who are seeking God, but it is also God who is seeking us. And we look at this, this gospel today. It is the, the wise men who are seeking God, correct? True, we're going to say that they're seeking God, but more true, I would say, is that God is seeking them. God is giving them the star to lead and the guide. And sometimes the star's there and then it disappears and it comes back. So God's keeping them on a short leash. They're trying to follow the, the prophecies about the Messiah. And there is a, a deep desire that God has planted in their hearts to find Him, to seek Him, to come and do homage before Him. I think so just the first thing I want to just highlight is that it's God who takes the initiative in seeking us. And if ever we find ourselves finding God, we found God who already found us. I was moved in the Gospel about the wise men and the homage that they gave the Christ child. Maybe they were expecting Him to be in something a little bit more Oh, what would be the word? You know, maybe a fourth-class hotel, not, not a cave, not a humble manger, not a palace. That's where he is. He's in a humble manger, not a palace. But when they arrive, they lie prostrate, they do homage before the Lord, and they bring their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And as I was praying with this gospel today, I was like, Lord, do I do homage to you? You know, homage is more than just a genuflection. When we come in and we come out of the church or we pass the Blessed Sacrament, homage is something that we do with our whole life. And so they were already doing homage before they came face to face with the Christ child and seeking Him. And God had left little breadcrumbs, if you will, to be found. Are we aware of the breadcrumbs that God is placing in our life to find Him, 
to encounter him. Because the mystery of the Epiphany is not an event in the past that we celebrate today. The mystery of the Epiphany is a mystery that we enter into because we too are invited in this Mass to come before Christ and to do him homage. The wise men, they brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. What have you brought today? I asked that question of myself this afternoon. I said, what is it, Lord, that I have brought you? I don't have gold. I don't have any frankincense. I don't have any myrrh. But Lord, I have my heart. I have my life. And even that, I feel, is a, is a humble gift. But I, I give you what I have. And I, and I felt a little bit of like, Lord, this is all I have. And I remembered what, what Jesus did with the disciples when he wanted to feed the 5,000. And he told them, go, go feed them. And they're like, with, with what? Well, what do you have? And they came back with a couple of loaves and a couple of fish. And Jesus says, give me what you have and I will bless it and I will multiply it. And I think as we come to celebrate the, this great feast of the Epiphany, this revelation of who God is is also a revelation of who we are. And we come, we say, Jesus, this is what I have. And it's not, it's not pure, it's broken. But I, I give it to you. I surrender it to you. And that's all he asks of us, to surrender and to give. The last thing I would say is what's so powerful about this gospel is that the wise men had to go home by a different route. They couldn't go back the way they came. And how fitting is that for me today? I was supposed to be on a plane on my way back to Boston right now, but my plans got changed. I got an extra day in sunny, warm San Antonio, and I have the opportunity to say, Jesus, what is it that you want for me today? Where do you want to lead me today? I thought it was to remember the Alamo that I forgot to see while I was here. But in God's providence, as my plans were changed, I got a place here at St. Joseph's with three of our seminarians and an invitation from Father Mario to take the 5 o'clock Mass. And I stand back and I then remember the bracelet I've been wearing for the last four or five days that just said, seek the adventure. Seek the adventure. And I would extend that to all of you. To seek the adventure. The encounter with Jesus is one that changes us, that transforms us, that we should leave the church differently than when we came in. And that our way home should be different because we have encountered Jesus. The other night on Thursday, us, myself, and some 300-plus priests, maybe 400 priests, heard thousands of confessions. And several times I've just heard someone saying, Father, I'm, I'm just afraid that when I go back, I'm going to go back to the way I was. I'm maybe going to just slip back. And I told them, I said, you don't go back the same. Everyone who counters Jesus is changed. Let the change of this encounter give you hope for what tomorrow looks like. 
And I would just invite everyone here in this Mass as we celebrate this Feast of the Epiphany to ask God to surprise you tonight. Say, Jesus, as I go forth, surprise me and, and show me how my life can be different. Maybe, wouldn't this be neat, drive home a different way than you normally do as just a way of just saying, Jesus, I want things to be different in this encounter with you. And as we begin this new year, we experience that every encounter we have with Jesus in the sacrament of confession and in the Holy Eucharist is an opportunity to be changed, to be made new in Christ and to give us hope for what tomorrow brings. And tomorrow is always going to be adventure. I pray that your life is not boring. I pray that that prayer of like, Lord Jesus, surprise me, leaves you open to the mystery, open to the great adventure, and the joy of walking with Jesus. Amen?